Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco, or perhaps a burrito. Hey everybody, welcome in to another episode of Photo Taco here on the Master Photography Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jeff Harmon. Thanks for spending a few minutes of your day with me. This episode, I'm joined by my friend over the pond, better known as the Lightroom Queen, Victoria Bampton. Victoria, welcome back. Thank you very much. It's so, uh, the listeners love it when I say, I, I put in the Facebook group that I'm going to have you on because they love to hear from you with their Lightroom woes. We're going to cover a lot more about the woes today and the issues that we've, and, and troubleshooting steps, some common troubleshooting steps that everyone should be aware of and most don't know about. And so, so that's why I want to go over today. But before we do that, Victoria, for listeners that I get new listeners constantly, uh, listeners who've been with us for a while are going to be familiar with you. But for those that aren't, why don't you uh, introduce yourself a little bit, how you got into photography and Lightroom, and what is it you're doing with like Adobe uh, and, and Lightroom in, a, in more of an official capacity these days? Okay, sure. Uh, my father was a professional photographer, so I kind of grew up in the business. So I managed the studio's transition from film to digital in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. And then once that was running smoothly, I started running an editing service for other wedding photographers because everyone was struggling with the same thing. And then the original beta of Lightroom came out about the same time, and I got rather excited about that. I was very active on the forums answering Lightroom questions, and people kept suggesting I compile them into a book. So I did, and things have just snowballed from there. So I now run the Lightroom Queen blog and forums, and I write books for all of the different Lightroom versions – and the Lightroom Q&A column for the Photoshop user magazine. And I work closely with Adobe as an Adobe community professional and a forum moderator. Excellent, excellent. And if people want to make sure you follow uh, what's coming out from Victoria, following her on uh, the social media stuff, we'll have that kind of some information in the end. But I, I make sure to, so I, I know when she's got something new and can go check it out. And uh, for myself, and so that I can point listeners to it, because you've got some excellent resources that are really helpful to photographers using Lightroom. So they're, they're great. Thank you. All right. Let's go into the steps for troubleshooting Lightroom, some standard steps. So I, I am a Lightroom Classic user. I have been for many years now. Uh, I talk a lot about Lightroom Classic on the show, enough that people wish I would go and dive into other pieces of software the same way I have Lightroom, but I just don't have time for that. It's Lightroom is what I use. It's what I know. Um, it's where I, ha I spend my time that it's necessary to be able to speak to it and, and uh, you know teach people about it at all. Um, but there's a, a sizable portion of listeners then that are also Lightroom users, and they ask me for help regularly. Now, some of them need help with some of the like basic editing skills and how do you use the product. And uh, I, I try to offer some advice occasionally on those sorts of things, especially when there's new features that come out and, and how can that be incorporated into a workflow. But um, more often than not, the reason they're contacting me is because they've got something that just isn't quite right in Lightroom, or they're hoping it's not quite right because something is really slow or it's just not working the way that they thought it should or it used to. And, uh, and so the, I offer advice occasionally there too, or are pointed to some previous blog posts, Victoria, that you've had. Uh, but I liked this one. You, you did this fairly recently here in early 2021. There was, uh, you, you created a blog, blog post of the, I think there's 12, uh, 13, I guess there's 13 common steps 
that you should go through as a, a person that is struggling with some aspect of Lightroom or doesn't seem to be working correctly that I wanted to kind of go through on on the in audio, walk through it and point be able to point that to people in the future as they ask me questions about it. So um, before we go into the 12 or 13 steps here, what are some things as listeners are listening to this, they might be thinking, well, how do I know if what I'm seeing in Lightroom is something that where I should be trying to follow these steps. So why don't, would you just take a second, Victoria, and kind of talk about maybe some really common behaviors that are indicators that like, yeah, you might, it might be a good idea to try to walk through some of these steps and see if maybe your, your life with Lightroom can improve. Yeah. So Lightroom's really, really complicated these days and there's so many things that can go wrong with it. So any kind of weird, unexplainable behavior, anything that's not working the way you think it should, can often be fixed using these troubleshooting steps, even if you don't know what actually caused the problem in the first place. So, for example, you might be seeing strange patterns on the screen or performance issues or system crashes. Those are usually related to the GPU, and they're probably the most frequent issue we're hearing at the moment. Um, there should be some bug fixes in the next Lightroom update. So it's always worth a quick look at the feedback forum to see if other people are reporting the same issue before you spend loads of time troubleshooting because someone else might have already done it for you. Um, Or it might just be things not working the way you remember or bits of the user interface have disappeared because the cat's walked across the keyboard. (laughs) These things happen. So a preferences reset often fixes those things. So these are just likely scenarios that you're going to come across and these are tried and tested troubleshooting steps that have worked for 12 years now right okay so i'm going to put a link in the show notes to her blog post so that you can make sure to do that and everyone listening you should go bookmark that so so that the next time lightroom looks like it's just not working the way it should you have the steps to walk through and not only the steps but she's also got victoria's got some wonderful guides that go into a little bit more depth with some of these steps. And we'll, we'll try to talk through that a little bit as we walk through these. But uh, let's let's just jump into the, the steps. And and the first one is a critical one. I hope photographers won't skip. They tend to, I think, saying, I just don't want to even worry about that. I just want to get into like fixing Lightroom. Like, I have a shoot to do. I need to get in there and edit. And they don't want to take this step. But the first one is making a good backup. Uh, what does that mean to take a backup with Lightroom, Victoria? Well, you want the catalogue and you want all of the photographs in their current folder structure in case you needed to restore them. And you probably want all your presets, too, because none of these steps should cause any issues. But it means you can go ahead and try the troubleshooting steps without worrying you're going to lose things. Right. Okay. And and Victoria has a a guide because there's a lot more to what she just said. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's the challenge a lot of photographers will have with that step is, but I don't even know what it means to to do a backup of Lightroom and and my photos. So she's got some good advice. I'll put a link in the show notes to um, backing up Lightroom files so that it, it goes through a little bit more detail about what you need to do to make that happen. It's a really good fail safe in case something just awful happens, we just don't want it to be like, hey, I followed your steps and now all my work is gone. Um, that's just not a good place to be. So take take care <laughs> and go and back up your photos. So, all right, step number two, a standard reboot. Uh, this has been like the answer for technology for decades now <laughs> has been to do a standard reboot. So, so what is a standard reboot, Victoria? 
Yeah, it's just turn it off and turn it on again. It's amazing how often that still works. Right. <laughs> and simple. That one's really yeah. easy. Yeah. So um, I guess if you're going to skip the backup step and do a reboot, that's probably going to be okay. But <laughs> but that would be maybe the first thing to try. Um, and then um, anyway, the backup's still a good, good idea to start with. Uh, all right. Third step in this process is something called optimizing the catalog. And I am betting most of the listeners have no idea what that even is. So why don't you tell us what is optimizing the catalog? So quite simply, the data in the catalog can just end up fragmented, scattered around all over the place. And so the performance gets slower because Lightroom has to keep jumping around to try and find the data it needs. So optimized catalog just tidies it all up and sorts it back into the right order. And that's as simple as going to the file menu and selecting optimize catalog and waiting for it to finish. So ideally, you should be doing that on a regular basis. Agreed. And I actually have my Lightroom configured to ask me every time I exit if I want to do the backup, which also does the optimized catalog. And uh, so, and most of the time I do it just, and when I'm done, I'm done and I can have it take the time and it does a good job. So I like that. So there's some good configuration options there. I've talked about on the, on the podcast before. So listeners can go and search for that if they want to over at phototacopodcast.com. All right. Number four is check for driver updates. What kind of drivers are there that might be affecting Lightroom, Victoria? What, what should they be looking for? Graphic card, graphics card drivers are the big one because Lightroom's using the GPU so much these days and Windows Update often doesn't have the latest versions. So you want to go to the manufacturer's website if you're on Windows or update your operating system on macOS to make sure you've got the latest ones. And also things like mouse and tablet drivers, like Wacom drivers, mm -hmm. those can cause some weird issues sometimes. So it's worth double checking those are up to date too. Perfect. Um, and it's, is it just Windows or, or is this something on Mac OS as well? That's Mac OS as well. Um, yeah. The graphics card drivers are updated with the operating system, but the Wacom drivers and things like that aren't. Right. And then for Windows users, I'm going to throw in a recommendation here too of uh, NVIDIA has done something in the last, uh, I think it's only within about the last year or so, but maybe I only found about it, out about it in the last year. They have two different ways that you can, two different kind of paths you can take with their drivers. The default is the uh, game drivers, the gaming version, and that has a release at least every month, if not more frequently. And they tend to push things as much as they can there, thinking they're improving everything, but occasionally they push stuff out in the gaming kind of path that is not um, not really helpful for, <laughs> for photographers. <laughs> um, and so what my recommendation is, and uh, my, my friends over at Puget Systems have, have been pushing this out a lot lately too, is it's really a good idea for photographers to go and choose the studio path, that uh, the studio driver version for the NVIDIA graphics, so that you are on, it's a much more stable kind of path. They're not changing things nearly as often. They, uh, they make sure that they learn from the gaming path and only put the stuff in that actually proves out to work very well into the studio path. So it's a good idea to get on that. It's, it's pretty simple in their uh, uh, driver update interface to be able to choose that. All right, number five is turn off the GPU. Victoria just said it uses the GPU a lot. So why would we want to turn that off? Yeah, that's a really good question because most of the time you do want it turned on because it's going to improve performance. But there's often a lot of bugs in the drivers and sometimes in Lightroom 
in Lightroom's use of the GPU. So if you turn it off temporarily, you can see if that solves the problem. And if it does, either rolling back to an earlier Lightroom version or sometimes rolling back to an earlier graphics card driver might solve the problem until there's a new update with a bug fix. For example, there's a bug in the current Lightroom Classic 10.1 version. And when the GPU is turned on, Lightroom keeps crashing and has all sorts of performance problems. So if you turn it off and it suddenly all goes back to normal, then you can just roll back to 10.0 for now and leave it turned on and wait for Adobe to fix it. Excellent. So it's just a, a thing to try. Turn it off. See if it's different. Turn it back on if it's not um, and, and move on to the other steps. Or would you say leave it off while you complete these steps? If that solved the problem, then you don't need to finish the rest of the steps. Right. Okay. And if it didn't solve the problem, would you still leave it off and then move to number six? Um, if it's if it's if it's not solved the problem, then you can probably leave it turned on to carry on for the other steps. Okay, perfect. All right, number six is resetting Lightroom Preference. This has my, been my go-to. <laughs> Whenever people have said they've had issues, this has been one of my first recommendations. After the reboot, I do recommend that too. I say, okay, reboot. If that doesn't work, then try a reset. Um, so you've got a couple other steps there that are good ones that I, I love the order that these steps are in. Uh, but this has been a, a fixed for Lightroom for a long time <laughs> to be able to do this step. And so, so the resetting Lightroom preferences, will you tell us what is that? How do you do it? So there's a really easy way because, because so many people are having to do it these days. Adobe actually put in a shortcut so you can do it automatically. So if you hold down Alt and Shift on Windows or Opt and Shift on Mac while you're opening Lightroom, then it'll come up and ask whether you want to reset preferences. And you can just say yes, and it'll sort it all out for you. The downside is there's no way of then backing up those preferences and restoring them later if it doesn't solve the problem. So if you want to do it manually, there's another blog post on the website which goes through all of the different steps because you have to reboot the machine at certain stages because the operating, uh, operating systems cache various bits and pieces. Uh, but you can basically move or delete the preferences file, reboot, then retry Lightroom again, and that should do the trick. But if it doesn't solve the problem, then you can just put the preferences file back again, um, and you then don't have to reset all your preferences the way you like them. Ah, very good. Yes, so that's doc I'll put a link in the show notes too. It's a how do I reset Lightroom pre pre uh, preferences link. It's uh, hard to say, isn't it? It is, <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and so we'll, we'll put that there because there's good descriptions about how to go through that. Now, what about the downside? The, the thing, the question I always get from photographers when I say they should try this is, but what am I going to lose? They don't really even understand the difference between presets or preferences or uh, plugins. It's, it's kind of confusing enough. They're like, I'm worried that like Lightroom is going to look like totally brand new and I won't remember how to get it back to how it looked. So what what's the risk of doing this? What might they lose? It's not as bad as it sounds. So there's all the obvious preferences like those that are found in the preferences dialog and the view options dialog. Most of most people don't ever change most of the preferences anyway. Um, but there's also some things like plug-in registration codes which can be a real pain to have to go and find again. So that's why you might want to back them up separately. Um, but some people like to keep screenshots of all their preferences dialogues so that they can remember how they like everything set up. That's an easy way to be able to reset them manually. Um, the one thing that trips people up frequently is the store presets with this catalog checkbox in the presets tab. Because if you usually have it checked because you use the catalog on multiple computers, when you reopen Lightroom after resetting the preferences, it looks like all of your presets and templates have disappeared. And that's a bit scary. 
but that's just because Lightroom's gone back to looking in the default location instead of next to the catalog. So you just check the box again and they all reappear. Excellent. And that's a good point. I've, I've had quite a few listeners really freak out when they go in like, ah, they're all gone. What do I do? And they said, oh, calm down, just check the box and they'll be back. And, uh, and that's good. That's And it's good going into it knowing that. Like they, they will avoid a lot of high blood pressure if they can just know ahead of time. This could be an issue. Uh, it's, it's not a problem. Just go ahead and do that. I love the idea of being able to manually kind of save them off in case the reset doesn't really change anything. You're still seeing your issues. Then you can just immediately get it back. That's pretty a pretty good way to do that. Uh, but it's it's a really effective way that fixes a lot of issues. It's surprising to me how often this works. And yeah, it, it's quite scary that there's so many things that can be fixed that, that way. Yeah. There, there's got to be something going on that, that messes up the preferences, but no one's ever been able to find it. Right. Yep. Someday, someday it'll, it'll, it'll come be like a really apparent and we're going to cheer when they say we figured it out. We know what this is. It's, it's good. Uh, okay. So this is a highly effective thing to do. And I, I really recommend if you're having lots of struggles with it to be able to do this. Um, Victoria, does it seem to you? Cause it, it has felt to me like this is even more effective if you've been using Lightroom on the same computer for several versions of Lightroom and upgrade after upgrade after upgrade, it kind of gets to a point where this has a, a really good chance of being effective. Yes. Yeah. And also this, the kind of scenarios where you've pressed something without realizing it or, right. or your little toddler's been sat playing with the keyboard and everything's mis- uh, changed around. It f- puts all of those things back to the default. So so it's quite a good way of uh, fixing things without having to spend a long time trying to figure out what went wrong. Perfect. All right. Number seven, a clean uninstall and reinstall. I've also recommended this after six doesn't work. Then I, I, this was actually my next one that I would tell people to do. And again, they're really scared to do this one um, because they're, they're so worried if I, if I delete Lightroom from my computer, when I put it back on, is it going to just, uh, what's going to happen to all my photos and all my, my, everything that I've done with importing them and editing them? Am I going to lose all of that? They're so afraid of it. And I, I understand why you're afraid. Like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> to lose all of that. So I I get why they're so nervous about to do this sort of thing. So what is doing a clean uninstall and reinstall? So we've done a backup at the beginning just for peace of mind. So we don't have to stress about it, but it doesn't touch the catalog. It doesn't touch the presets. It doesn't touch any of that. It literally just uninstalls the program itself and reinstalls it. Now, if the computer hasn't been rebooted for a while and then you do a Lightroom update, the the installation can get corrupted or can just be incomplete and that can cause some weird problems. So the uninstalled and reinstalled with a reboot before and after and in between is just a really easy way of ruling out that as an issue. Right. Yeah, that's a, it's really good advice uh, to make sure that you go through those reboot steps just to make sure this is truly effective. Otherwise, it, it might not actually do everything that, that we're hoping for with this uninstall. It might not be the clean uninstall we're looking for if you don't do those reboots. Okay, number eight is trying a new catalog. Um, I, I actually haven't suggested this very often, listeners, even though I do it all the time myself. But mostly I'm using it because I'm testing Lightroom things. I'm trying to test the effects of performance by doing various configurations with external hard drives and the different speeds or how many photos there are. And I, I just want to be able to to give advice on hardware that goes along with Lightroom so that um, they can make it can make a difference or does it make a difference? And so I, I do this all the time. My main catalog that I use I've used for years now has about 100, <clears throat> 130,000 photos in it. 
And so I want to see often what's the effect of like a fresh brand new catalog with no photos and what does that affect on what I'm testing? But I don't think most listeners even know you can make a new catalog (laughs) and have something new. (laughs) Or they do it by accident. Or they do it by accident. All my photos are gone. What happened? So, um, So what does this mean to try a new catalog? So again, it's just a test. We're not saying that they're going to have to start all over again or anything like that. It's literally as simple as going to file menu, new catalog, putting it somewhere temporary like the desktop and then just opening it up and trying to import a few photographs and trying to do whatever was going wrong. So it might be that they were trying to add photos to a collection and it just wasn't quite working right. Does it work right in the new clean catalog? And then you go back to file menu, open recent and open your normal catalog again. It's purely a test step to figure out whether the problem is catalog specific, whether there's maybe a little bit of corruption in the catalog, something like that. Um, it's often it's often not a catalog specific issue, but it's just an easy way of ruling it out. Right, right. To make sure it's not there. What if it is the catalog? <laughs> what if that's the, the challenge? Then you ask someone or you restore some. Yes. You, you can ask for help because yes. there are, it is possible sometimes to get catalogs run through a repair script that certain Adobe people have. Um, but generally speaking, just rolling back to the last backup can do the trick. Right. This doesn't happen very often, but which is why it's so, so far down the list. But right. it's just a handy one when you've ruled out all of the other possibilities. So I've only been using Lightroom, I don't know, not nearly as long as you have. I believe I heard in the past that this used to be a, a challenge frequently was like corrupted catalogs would happen a lot. And it led to people doing backups, uh, crazy things, uh, making sure XMP data was written out to the side, all sorts of stuff, just to try to make sure they weren't bitten by it. It seems like that really hasn't been an issue for a lot of years now. Do you think that's right, Victoria? Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Most of the corruption issues I come across are where somebody's dropped their external hard drive Uh or disconnected it while Lightroom was open or something like that. I can't remember the last time I came across a case that wasn't a hardware issue, but it's still just a handy troubleshooting step. Okay, so corrupt catalog is one test. Number nine is a different type of corrupt thing, and that's corrupt presets. So how can a preset be corrupt and how do you how do you like rule this out it's a weird one and it's mainly people who have bought presets that have been hand edited in a text editor so they haven't been created in the standard way um there was one recently where lightroom was crashing every time somebody floated over a specific preset in the presets panel and of of course if, if it crashes every time you float over it it's not easy to delete either so if you remove all of the presets and reopen Lightroom and everything works nicely, then you can just add them back a few at a time to see which ones were causing the problem. And then you just exclude the ones that were a problem. It's, again, not a very frequent one, but it still happens once in a blue moon. So it's worth having having the steps there. Right. And I'll put a link in the show notes to the uh, the good blog post that Victoria has explaining how to go through this because it's it's not trivial to know how to how to make that yeah. happen. Yeah. There's there's a couple of buttons in the in the presets tab in the preferences dialog, which opens the right folders, which is a lot easier than trying to hunt for the hidden folders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's not the most user friendly of tasks. Right. OK. And another one that might not be quite as user friendly, ruling out corrupt fonts is step number 10. So a similar sort of problem here. What And how do you do this? 
Yeah, again, it's one we used to see a lot more a few years ago. Uh, we don't see it very often anymore, um, but it was causing problems in the book module and sometimes with watermarks where the watermark doesn't show up. Uh, so often just selecting a different fo font is enough, to call, is, is enough to solve the problem. But if Lightroom's, for example, crashing when you go to the book module, then there might be a font installed in the operating system that's causing trouble. And you can just uninstall those and then see if Lightroom's happy again. And then if they are, you just add them back a few at a time until you figure out which one it was. Right. So if if it's something that maybe is resulting from a recent change, like it, it was working yesterday, I installed a font today, and now it's not. <laughs> that would be a very good clue. Right. So thinking through that, and I think that's just a helpful part of this process is just trying to think through it yourself of what did I change recently that may have had an impact? Did I install drivers yesterday? Did I get a Windows update or a Mac update? Um, did a brand new update of Lightroom get whatever it is, whatever just changed. Those are things that you need to think about, like, well, maybe I can I reverse that just to see if everything's okay again. And this would be a, a this is one of the best ways I think to be able to find these fonts that may be issues is if you just added a font or you did within the like the last week or the last month, something like that, then then that's a good thing to just go and try to get that font temporarily uninstalled from your system see if it's now if still remains a problem and then go and and try again so all right good yeah perfect all right number 11 trying a clean user account i have tried to explain this before to people victoria and i have really failed <laughs> because they don't <laughs> understand at all what this means to create a new user account on their computer so it, try to try to help us with this <laughs> yeah, it sounds far more scary than it really is. So in the blog post, I've linked to Microsoft's instructions and Apple's instructions. But you could also just type into Google something like Mac OS Big Sur new user account, and it will come up with instructions and you'll find videos and everything else. And it is really as simple as just going into the user settings in the operating system and creating a new user and then logging in as that new user. And then you just open Lightroom and import a few photos and see if the problem occurs in that account as well. It's a really quick way of ruling out a whole load of potential issues because the new account won't have any existing Lightroom preferences or presets or catalogs or caches and all the, pre all the file permissions will be set correctly and there won't be much other software running in the background. So it just rules out a whole load of different things in one go and confirms if it works okay in the new user account, then it's probably not a hardware issue. So it just helps to narrow down where the problem might be. Right. It's it's sort of like you get a fresh start on your computer without losing everything that you already had on your computer. And uh, it's it's super, super helpful to be able to troubleshoot. It, not only Lightroom things, this is, this is a troubleshooting step in like any piece of software. And, and anything that's happening on your computer, they it's just something technical support will ask you to do for almost anything when, when they're really scratching their heads like, I don't understand what's going on here. Uh, it's, it's a very good step. All right. Number 12, checking for hardware and operating system problems. I think, Victoria, this is one of the steps where I, I think all the way till now, this is something any photographer listening can do. They might have to be a little patient. You might have to go do a little Googling to try to see how exactly to do some of these steps, or you might need to go and ask a friend for a little bit of advice. But 12, and <laughs> checking for this stuff, I feel like this is a place where they might be finally in over their heads. A lot of people listening might be like, I just don't even know how to do this. Uh, so so what what do you think? How How can they tackle this step? 
Well, if they've got through all of the other steps and they're still having trouble, the chances are it's either a Lightroom bug or they've got a much bigger problem with their computer. So this is pretty rare by the time it gets to this stage that right. they've still got a problem. Um, but we tend to work through these steps on the forum where we can offer a little bit more specific feedback because the description of the problem often gives us some clues as to what's going wrong. So if the catalogues or photographs are getting corrupted, then we'd be looking at dying hard drives and the cables and the USB ports and things like that. Or if photos are getting corrupted when they're being imported, then it might be the card reader or the camera cable or the memory card. Or if there's weird crashes, running something like MemTest can be useful because Lightroom's very, very good at finding damaged RAM that works perfectly fine in other software. So it does take a little bit more experience to be able to figure out what hardware problems it might be. Yeah, exactly. So this is the point where if you're at, if you've made it to 12 and you really just don't know what to do, like I don't know what this means to check for hardware and operating system problems, I get it. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a specialized skill. And uh, then then it's probably time maybe to move on to step 13. Like if you can't feel like you can't, you have no chance at doing this yourself. Getting help is step number 13. Um, I guarantee there's probably, uh, guarantee, I, I guess I can't do that, but it's re really likely that there's someone within your circles who probably knows enough about computer hardware and operating systems that they could come and help you. The challenge that I usually see with those two things is, yes, I know somebody that knows a lot about computers, but they know nothing of Lightroom. They don't know anything about how that works or what it is. And so they tell me, like, I don't know what to do. It's, I don't know this application. So now what you can do, you have this handy 12-step guide of things to do to see if there's where there are issues that you can give to that friend of yours, that person in your life who helps you with all your computer problems. And now they have a guide about how they can try to troubleshoot Lightroom and, and help you out with it. There's also a, a lot of other resources. So the, the podcast here, Photo Taco, I talk about stuff like this along these lines very regularly. We have our Facebook group where you can go ask questions. That's mostly where I've heard from listeners as I've talked about stuff when, we, when we've gone through the show here. Um, there's an excellent resource too from Victoria. She's got a community, a forum that is really super active and uh, lots of people asking questions, posting problems. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can go there if you don't have that person in your life that can help you uh, try to go through these steps. Then you can go there and there's lots of very helpful people, uh, Victoria herself, of course, and, and a lot of others that will try to help you walk through the, the problems that are there. Um, I wanted to make sure everyone's aware of one other resource that I, I'm just kind of amazed at how few people know that this exists, and that's the Adobe Technical Forums. Um, they're that feedback.photoshop.com. They've actually undergone a lot of changes over the last couple of years to where it's it's much more helpful than it was in the in the past. And so, uh, so they're great. There's a, I'll put a link in the show notes that is specific to Lightroom Classic because you go to feedback.photoshop.com and it's all of the products that are there. So, um, you have to like dig through just a little bit to get to the specific stuff about Lightroom Classic or Lightroom. And uh, I'll, I'll have a link in the show notes to it. Uh, Victoria, where else, when they get to step 13, getting help, where else should they go besides those resources I just mentioned? Those are generally the best places. I think particularly on the various Lightroom forums, there there are a lot of experienced users who have seen uh, most of the problems that have ever come up. 
um, or who have got a very good idea on how to troubleshoot and how to narrow it down as to which troubleshooting steps are actually going to be the most useful. So, uh, and for for bugs particularly, the feedback forum. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, on the feedback forum, people report issues they're running into, but they also report solutions and workarounds they've found. Right. So that can be a very good place to place to find information. Yep, and that's the place I hang out to uh, look out for all of the listeners, uh, so that I can tell them like if there's been like a, a significant influx of bugs being reported on a particular version, we've had some of that recently. Then then I can say hey, just maybe don't quite go there yet. We maybe let's let's let them figure out what's going on here. We get some patches ready before you move into that. So if, if things are working now. It's maybe not worth trying to get to the upgrade immediately because there are issues there. So it's a good thing to to be able to be aware of if you're interested in that sort of thing. That's where I spend a lot of time uh, looking into things. Um, Victoria, those are those are some great steps. I think most valuable is like I said, this is a a pattern now, common troubleshooting steps that photographers can try to go through themselves or they can get that person that's more technical that help to help them go through those steps. But what about the photographers listening to this are saying, I'm not having any problems with it, but I still just, I don't get Lightroom very well. I really want to understand Lightroom a lot better, but I, I'm just struggling to understand what these sliders mean, what they do, how I should I be using them and, and uh, how do I improve what I am able to do in Lightroom? And you've got a lot of resources that can help them there. Why don't you tell us about them? Yeah, we have. We've been building them for a long time. So there's a lot of blog posts on the websites, which cover the most frequently asked questions. Um, and as you said, there's the forum with lots of Lightroom experts who are always happy to help. Um, but we've also got some free eBooks which cover the basics of all of the different Lightroom versions and kind of set you on the right track. If you're just getting started, save you all of the headaches and, and problems you can get yourself into. And also uh, there's a free ebook on how to move Lightroom to a new computer without losing anything because that scares a lot of people. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> uh, and, and causes a lot of the problems that they end up having to run through the troubleshooting steps for. So it's, it's much easier to be able to um, prevent those issues. And then, of course, there's our main books. So we've got the Missing FAQ series from Lightroom Classic. And Edit Like a Pro covers the cloud-based desktop, mobile and web apps. And they cover absolutely everything from getting started to really geeky, advanced topics. And we update them every time Adobe adds new features. So they're always up to date. They're excellent, excellent resources. A whole lot of what I've learned about Lightroom over the years has been from Victoria's books. So I, I can highly, highly recommend if you're a listener who says would really like to increase their knowledge about how to use Lightroom, uh, this is an excellent way to be able to go and do that through these books. So they're, they're really good resources. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm happy to do that. <laughs> it's great. I, I like it when people are successful. That's what I'm trying to help them with is to be successful. And this is a way to do that. All right. Well, Victoria, we went through that a lot faster than I thought we would. So that, that's awesome. I think that's It was great. super efficient. It sure was. <laughs> I like it a lot. Those steps are very, very helpful. I want to remind everyone, uh, you, you can find my work over at jsharmanphotos.com or check out uh, the podcast, phototacopodcast.com is where we have the show notes. You can search for topics, ideas, uh, troubleshooting. If you've got issues, Go and I probably have something written, or I will point to something that Vittoria has written, <laughs> or or other resources. There's a few others that, that do a good job with this too. 
that I, I'll be able to point you to that can really help you. So it, it can be a, a super resource to be able to go and, and find help on things with Lightroom in particular. And find my Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook links in the show notes as well. But Victoria, where can people find you? They can find me at lightroomqueen.com and on Facebook and Twitter and so forth as Lightroom Queen. Excellent. Excellent. And I, I do recommend that you go follow her on Twitter and Facebook so that when she puts out a really good blog post like this one, that you're aware of them and you, you can go and, and get to help with it. Or like you said, uh, you have that release on how to migrate Lightroom to a new computer. That's super helpful for people that are doing that. seems like that's happening a lot these days and, and that's a, it's a good thing to be able to have. So thank you so much, Victoria, for joining me. It's my pleasure. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. And I'm sure I'll ask you to come on again, maybe, uh, you know, the next Lightroom release. I'll look forward to it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. As a reminder, you can suggest topics for the show through Facebook and uh, email. Um, and, and those links will be in the show notes as well. No question too basic or too complicated. I love to try to tackle really technical kinds of things and make it easy for photographers to understand. And uh, we'll see you again next month. Views expressed on this program by independent hosts and callers do not necessarily reflect the views of Master Photography Podcast, LLC, or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links for permission reserved. Olay!